Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kajabi Edge podcast, where we talk to real entrepreneurs to give you an edge on Kajabi. I'm your host, Jared Lohman, Vice President of Customer Experience. And today we are joined by Tracy Webb, CEO of Ayurvedic Living School. How's it going, Tracy? I'm doing really well. And yourself, Jared? I'm doing pretty well, too. Uh, did I get Ayurvedic right? I got to ask. You did. Okay. I'm very impressed. <laughs> okay. I practiced a couple times beforehand, so it wasn't my first try, but I, I, I like to double check just to make sure I don't say it wrong <laughs> a few <laughs> more times. Well, tell us a little bit more about what the Ayurvedic Living School is. Kind of what's your elevator pitch? Yeah. Well, our elevator pitch is essentially we're helping healers to heal themselves, their families, and their communities. And we're, we're doing that through combining ancient wisdom of India, known as Ayurveda, with modern life coaching and life skills. And ultimately, what our kind of the overarching theme of our trainings is currently on the planet, we really feel that there is a need for leadership with a heart, with, with big care. And so healers innately are people with large hearts and big care. So our school really just sees itself as a place to help support and train these healers to hone their healing skills and also to develop their, their uh, business and coaching skills so that they can launch themselves ultimately online and get their very needed voices and the wisdom that they have to share out there to the people that are needing it. So and now more than ever, of course. So it's a little bit of little bit of ancient and a little bit of modern. Yes, yes. Well, and it's interesting because on my personal healing journey, Jared, I discovered that Ayurveda is this amazing ancient wisdom science. It's 5,000 years old, some say older. So it has all of this really time-tested healing practices and lifestyle. It's really nature-aligned lifestyle and living. But at the same time, there were some pieces of the ancient model that were missing for the modern times. And so that's where the more cutting edge coaching skills, psychology skills, and even life skills, things like time management skills that our students learn, the business and tech skills, clarification of our purpose, our values, our own personal and professional mission, things like that, that we embed into the trainings. So it wasn't, it's not just, you know, we just say it's not just your average grandmother's Ayurveda anymore. It's not just Ayurveda. So we're, we're really happy to be combining and uniting the best of the East and the West, the ancient and the modern. So very cool. Very cool. Well, I, I'd love to go not so ancient, um, but maybe <laughs> a little bit further back in time just to kind of uh, like, where did you get started on this? Like, has this been something you've been doing your entire life? What did things look like before this came into existence for you? Oh, wow. What a powerful question. Well, you know, really, when I was a young child, I knew that I wanted to do something that was helping and of service. I thought it was becoming a veterinarian. So I thought I wanted to help animals as I think many little girls actually have that value as I'm learning as I'm getting older. But as I did get older and into my college years, I discovered that I wanted to do more um, healing for humans. So I actually went to school to study biology and eventually to become a medical doctor until I found my yoga and meditation class. And so, and I was having stress and anxiety as most people who graduate high school do as we're trying to figure out what we're going to do with our lives and how we're going to make a living and put a roof over our heads. And so I got introduced to yoga and meditation from one of my high school friends, her mother actually introduced me to it. And it was there within the first few weeks of my first yoga class that I was like, this is so powerful. It was just so deeply putting me into my parasympathetic nerve response, you know, just like deep into rest and digest and bliss mode. So I was like, I need more of this. And then eventually what happened was in that yoga class, we got guest teachers all very often once a month, a guest teacher would come. There was a guest teacher who was an Ayurvedic practitioner. So as soon as I heard this person talk and share of what Ayurveda was, Ayurveda 
data is really the combination of nutrition and lifestyle medicine combined with herbs and all of the other therapies, aromatherapy, color therapy, sound therapy, massage therapy, you name it, it all falls under the umbrella of Ayurveda. So I was super excited. I was like, there's actually a science that combines everything I love within one system, you know, and I get to do this for a living, you know, people are going to pay me to do what I love. So as soon as I discovered that Ayurveda even existed, because this was more than 20 years ago, nobody had heard of that word, you know, like you're like, what is that word even today? Right. So way back when it was like, nobody knew of this, but I was like, I just need to do this, you know? So I didn't, I didn't understand back then that it was going to be, you know, an, un, it was an uncharted territory, especially in the West of like, what's the trajectory of becoming a natural healer of this healing system from ancient India, you know? So in hindsight, I realized, you know, now that I've been online, I discovered this word disruptor, right? This kind of quality of people that have a, see things a different way. And they're like, they're kind of here to co-create the future really is how I look at it. I didn't realize that I was that. I didn't have a name for that back then, but I knew that the medical model, the current medical model um, was not, was not the whole picture of what healing really involved. And so when I found Ayurveda, it was just the light bulbs. It was like, you know, uh, we had, you know, like fireworks in all directions, you know, ah! Um, we call it a Samadhi moment in our community. It was a Samadhi moment, you know, it was like this deep realization. So that's how I discovered Ayurveda. All right. Were you still in med school at that point in time? Had you already pursued a career? Where were you at? I was just, I wasn't in medical school. I was just really early on in my first year, first year of undergrad. So I was taking classes, but I hadn't, you know, actually um, clarified that biology was my major or anything like that. I actually ended up studying psychology, which was much more in alignment with the yoga and philosophy and and meditation and, and studying the mind and things like that. So, okay. Yeah. Isn't it, you kind of were alluding to this earlier, but like, I know like growing up when you heard about things like yoga and meditation, at least living in the West, if you will, or even the West coast for myself, like it was, it was not something that like was very, very broadly exposed and available. And like, it's, it's so interesting because like now, like, I think we're finally getting to the point to where we are like, I don't know if this is the right classification, but like modern science is starting to recognize like some of these things like meditation and like the, the brain health and all of the benefits associated with some of these things that for a really long period of time, like they may have seemed like these things just, they just weren't common, I guess, in the West. Yes, exactly. Jared. Yeah. You can really feel it. It's in the ethos, right? Like meditation and yoga, even like the newscasters use the word mantra for God's sakes. You know, I remember 20 years ago, nobody knew what that was, you know? So yes, it's definitely, um, the time is ripe on the planet and, you know, probably because, you know, the stress levels, you know, if we look at like leading causes of disease, the world over, like what leads to autoimmune and heart disease and diabetes and cancer and all, you know, a lot of it is actually with rooted in the nervous system and in the stress. And so, um, I do feel, you know, Ayurveda is probably very popular right now for a couple of reasons. One is because the planet needs us to live in a more aligned way with mother nature, but also because we need a system of healing that isn't just uh, supporting us to pop more pills, uh, to make the pharmaceutical companies more money, but really to get to the root of the imbalances, which is a lot more at the level of our state of mind, our state of happiness. And so, and the stress levels and the effects of that on our immune system and our effects of our immune system on all of our systems as we're even seeing today with the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I guess, so you are on this journey, you're in school, you discover Ayurveda. Did that like just become your career and where did it start? Like in in this world, was it, did you start your own Ayurveda? I don't know what kind of, (laughs) do you start a practice? Like what is it that you do? (laughs) 
You know, I did. I went to school. I went to school to study massage and I became a massage therapist. Then I became an Ayurvedic massage therapist, what we call a panchakarma therapist, somebody who takes people through week long massage retreats, receiving like three hours of massage a day. That sounds terrible. I know. Isn't that terrible? (laughs) (laughs) Who comes up with this stuff? And isn't that interesting, you know, how we, we, we do in Ayurveda, we support removing imbalances through a lot of deep relaxation practices, whether it's yoga, meditation, massage, you name it. So, but, um, so I did massage and then I went to Ayurveda school. And so, um, that was a two and a half year course of study. But then of course I went on for 12 years and studied with my teacher, which actually there, you were saying earlier about how, you know, modern medicine starting to understand the deeper causes of disease are much more with the mind and the stress levels. And my teacher always said, you know, Ayurveda, what we've known for thousands of years, the Western medical model science is going to be proving, is proving a little more every day, these ancient truths that we knew in Ayurveda of how health happens. So um, it's interesting to see that, you know, that modern medicine really is starting to catch up. And I'm I'm really impressed with that. It's still got some, you know, deficits some challenges, but um, we are seeing them being much more open-minded and, and, and as, a, as a result of the science proving more and more uh, the, the impact of the mind and the state of the mind, et cetera, and the hormones and neurotransmitters on our whole health. So, yeah. Well, um, what's like, what's the next stage? You, you, you're in the, you're a masseuse, mm-hmm. you're an Ayurvedic masseuse. Um, like when did this become something that like, when, when did this transition online, if you will? <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, so I went from, you know, being a massage therapist to an Ayurvedic massage therapist, to an Ayurvedic practitioner, to somebody who hosted small courses in Ayurveda and the brick and mortar actually out of my home and out of my small center I had down in Orange County in Southern California. And I actually, how it happened was on accident. I was hosting a teacher from India and he decided two classes into this 10 week training. I think it was 10 weeks that I was hosting him out of my house to teach. He discovered that he didn't, he didn't feel his English, English was good enough. So he didn't want to teach. So I had to take over and step in. That's where I really began teaching Ayurveda myself for the first time. And I went on to do that for another more than a decade. So that was about somewhere between 2000 and 2002. But I kept teaching out of my home and out of various yoga studios, yoga classes, Ayurveda classes, aromatherapy, massage classes, all of these things. Then my husband and I, we had this big dream to move to Northern California and offer Ayurvedic retreats here, those Panchakarma retreats. And I actually did that for several years. It was an incredible experience. It's such a beautiful location. Uh, We're here in the Redwoods. So people loved coming here, Jared. But at some point I realized my local community didn't really understand or know what Ayurveda was, that the wave of Ayurveda had not washed over the shores of Northern California at that point. So I realized we've got to open a school. And I had my first class with two students. My very first class, I only had two students in Northern California. And I'm saying that for the listeners of like, you got to start somewhere. And sometimes we have very incredibly humble beginnings, but it was from that two student class that the next year we had five students. The following year, we had 12 students. The following year, we had 20 two students. And at that point, I was then hiring teachers to come in from out of the area. And we did that for several years. And it wasn't until 2018 when I actually started getting online, actually wasn't until about 2015. And what I did is I was just researching what are the different systems and how do they integrate to create this online model that I wanted to be. I knew that my community was online. I was starting to discover, oh, these are these are change makers. These are people that really want to have a big impact and really want to heal the planet, right? This, my tribe is a lot on 
online and these kind of innovators like pushing the envelope, pulling us forward into the future and the potential that we can be on this planet. So I sensed that in myself. I sensed I was a part of that, but I had no idea how to make it happen. So I did a lot of research for several years and it would, and I was learning about the LMS, the learning management systems, comparing all of your Kajabi's competitors with Kajabi, talking to people about it. And then I finally discovered just go for it, go with your intuition, Tracy, which I could have done a year or two earlier. So I did, I put it off a few years, even though I kept knowing Kajabi, Kajabi. And I finally said, okay, Kajabi, I'm signing up, you know, and there was a lot of fear because, you know, it was, it was an investment. It's it, all I did though, honestly, was compare it to my, my brick and mortar that I was paying every month and over the course of the year. And, and that actually made it much more easy of a decision for me in hindsight, um, that things can be even maybe a little more affordable online to have the whole school online. Actually, that was new to me to discover that. But um, essentially, once I we went online in 2018 and I did it very piecemealed. So we had the videos online. And, and actually, at that point, I did not do it on Kajabi. I think it was the following year. Um, but the first year, I just had them hosted actually in YouTube and a private channel, to be honest with you. But the following year, um, I think on the back end that year, I was working on building up the Kajabi school side. So in 2019 is when I think we actually started using Kajabi was until 2019. And I'm here to just like tell the community, like your, your dreams and visions, like Kajabi really does make them possible. I'm not just saying that because I'm here on the Kajabi podcast, but I really wholeheartedly believe in Kajabi for healers and for people that we call them tech phobes, that they're just afraid of tech and they don't even like to get on the computer necessarily. If I can do Kajabi as a tech phobic healer, trust me, you can do Kajabi. But um, so, so that's, that's basically how it got started. And it was within the next, you know, I think it was that year again, our students grew beyond our local economy out across like the Northwest. And the next year we were in Mexico and I think in Canada, and now we're across this country and into other countries um, over in Europe and Australia. So it's just like, if you have that dream and you have that vision, just that hopefully this is a good model of like, you don't need the tech skills, you just need the passion. And you put a little time in, especially at the beginning and your dreams really can come true. You can be experiencing that connection helping to support the, the world at large to be healing, to be um, whatever your unique skill that you want to, your unique gifts that you want to share, that you can be ha- reaching such a wider audience and having such a bigger impact. And, and it is so profound. I love it. Yeah. I mean, and I also, I think it's so cool how actually scrappy you were prior to Kajabi, like just getting straight on YouTube, private channel and finding a way to like get your content out there. Like it's so cool. Um, Well, I'd love to like, let's zoom in a little bit more on like what some of those challenges were as you were getting up and running. Like maybe you ran into them before and Kajabi was the answer to the challenge, but like, I assume you continued to, you know, run into situations because this stuff is not easy. There's no question. You just talked about like you you said it like it was coming out like really quickly, but like you went over <laughs> through four or five years. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. we had five two students year one, five the yes. year two. That's a lot of time. That's and that's a lot, a lot of, of persistence. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the truth is like, do you want to do something you love and you're passionate about and you feel purposeful about, or do you not? So I think I really believe like most of the people that are drawn to Kajabi and the online learning system and to coaching in general, like we are people we that can 
not stand to just do any old thing for a living. Like we want to feel whatever, even if we're working on the computers, we're typing, you know, out the papers, whatever it is, we want to feel like we're, we're making a bigger contribution. It's not just about us. Right. So, um, I, I definitely think that that's a part of being an entrepreneur, especially in this day and age and online is like that passion. The passion is the fuel for, for the business, right? The passion of being of greater service is probably really the launching pad for being a really powerful entrepreneur. And it really is the fuel for all things you do, whether it's you being out there and talking on podcasts like this, whether it's you in the shadows, putting out the courses or creating the videos or doing the tech, you know, whatever, or building your team. It's, it really is the deeper why, right? We all need that deeper why, the fuel for the fire. Business is a, it's a fire. It's a, it's the business of transformation. And I really like whether, whether the coaches know it or not, and I'm sure they sense it. Business is a spiritual path in my world. Like I never understood that I was really a business woman because I love the spiritual growth that comes from it. And the, the, the business model I happened to be projecting into the world was, the, was healing, but really at the heart of who I am, I'm a businesswoman. I want to actually transform the planet through business. And I really believe that's possible. And the path of business for me, it is my primary spiritual path at this time. People who've known me for 20, 30 years would be shocked to heal that, hear that. They know me as a meditator and a yogini and <laughs> all of these things, but it really is the path of service. In the yogic world, we call it the path of seva, or you know, it really is um, the, it's the path of service through business. So um, things like during COVID, we were able to get up and running and putting out you know a small, it was like $27 downloadable course on COVID from the lens of Ayurveda, right, right within the first week of the announcement of what was going on on the planet with COVID. So it's like, you know, the, the, the business, the, the business person with the passion combined with the modern day tech to me really is like the saving grace for the future. I mean, it really, I know this sounds really far out, but business people have so much passion and we're actually literally, whether we know it or not, we're channeling information that's basically um, in service for the masses. And if we allow ourselves, like I did to follow the calling to go with Kajabi, amazing things will happen. Kind of like down in South America with the hurricanes and all of a sudden these entrepreneurs were able to get down there and build water machines, pulling molecules out of the air to create water, clean water so the people weren't dying from the, the sicknesses. So it's that level that I don't know, you know, if, I'm sure Kajabi folks realize that, but I really, and from my lens, I feel that Kajabi and the online platforms that are coming together, they're actually a unifying field for all of the healers. And healers doesn't mean literally like they're acupuncturists or massage therapists, but they're coaches, right? They're teaching people how to heal from food addictions or parents to be better parents or whatever it might be, right? To be better spouses and have healthier relationships. So we actually, we need the tech. The tech is part and parcel for the future of this planet, in my humble opinion. So I really appreciate Kajabi. I appreciate all of the systems it integrates with. It allows me to be able to fulfill my purpose on this planet and not me, but hundreds and thousands and millions of others like me. Well, as you moved into this online world and as you're expanding kind of your, your audience, what did that process look like? Were you, did you just pull from people with, for who were taking like your, your physical classes or like, how did you begin to like develop a following um, outside of your, your region? Excellent question, Jared. I love it. Yes. You know, we start with where we're at. So where I was at was brick and mortar. So I, and I, what I would do is I would show up to teach small courses in various yoga studios or health centers. Cause that was my, you know, um, genre, my niche. And I would go and I would take a little sign up sheet at the end to join my newsletter. And when I would come 
come home, I would back then we manually just like put everybody, you know, in and into the system. And so, um, and I, I don't know if I can say this, but I used MailChimp, you know, and so I, I would in manually and put them in there. And over the years that list grew. So when I went online, it was a no brainer that, oh, this is now our tribe. And it wasn't until several years ago, just a few years of maybe three years ago that I actually got into the other social media, like Facebook was maybe three years ago. I think Instagram was just this year. So I have not really used a lot of the other platforms, but I will say, um, and I think it's really in alignment with coaches and the, the kind of the tribe that we're talking about is that what I think of is like the light workers on the planet, which the tech people might not see themselves as that, but I do. <laughs> But basically the getting the people in the online system was one part up to me, but the other part, that's what I was going to say is partnership. Because the other thing that, you know, we love to do as humans is do things together, right? We, we, we get sick alone. We heal together. That's true for our bodies. It's true for our businesses, right? We get sick alone. We heal together. So when I went online, I realized I can't do this alone. I need an actual team for the first time. So now, you know, we have our graduates that are working behind the scenes and they're supervisors for our school. We also have a field marketers, you know? And so, and that's been a huge way to build our list or being on podcasts like this on occasion, there's all multiple ways to do that, but start with where you're at and start simple. You might start in the physical world with your physical list, you know, or get, get a page going from Kajabi, a form up so people can start joining your list there. Kajabi makes it very simple to do that. Very nice. So as you, as you kind of, I guess, went into this launch phase, I don't know if launch is the right term for you. Maybe a lot of people do these like one big push, get people in, like what, what did that process look like for you? The one big push, there was never one big push per se, but we have our annual trainings. We have two annual trainings and it's really just in the early, it's from January to March each year, which is our push. And so what that push looked like was like we just said, was basically reaching out to my part, my affiliate marketers that are helping to market me. I might've gone on a, on a, done a webinar for them. I might might have um, shown up on their newsletter. And we definitely marketed through our own newsletter and through our own social media and through those simple and, and just word of mouth, honestly, like to this day, a decent portion of our business still comes from our local community. And I think in part, because we've just been known here for so long, we're in a small area and there's not a lot of other options. So if anybody wants Ayurveda, you know, they tend to think of the school since we've been here for so long. So it's all of those factors, the online system. And I think also the having your you know, your website up over time, just through general SEO, that's a decent amount of stream of incoming students as well. Okay. You've, you've got this running. Uh, how, how many years have you been in this phase of like, this has been rolling online, like you, where that's been like a primary portion of your business? Yeah. Since 2018 and then 2019 with Kajabi. So 2021, just those three years, really. <laughs> And, uh, you know, this is, I think just, it's always, it's relevant at this time. Like, so you kind of, ha- I kind of have to cover this. Like how did the pandemic impact like what you were doing in your business? Yes. It has been the single most powerful motivator for people to get involved in Ayurveda that I've ever seen in my life. And that I'm, I'm likely to see in my life, right? Like for the 30 years prior in my humble experience, I've never seen anything like this to fuel people to get interested in Ayurveda. And really it's been health. And I've read, you know, 
you know, the studies were tech and personal development. Those are the number one and number two growing industries on the planet. I don't know if that's currently still the case and those are still the, but that I think that they go together, right? That we all want to heal and the tech is helping us. So yes. Yeah, so it took those, you know, those three years. So that was, you know, not much time. And in that time, COVID happened. So that would have been in 2020 last year. And, and our community did grow. And I know all of the Ayurveda schools grew like coaching itself in at large grew all the different, um, you know, genres of coaching. So it's just, it's been phenomenal to be honest with you and having people oriented around their health and at home where they can actually start to educate themselves and empower themselves to improve their immune system, to understand how to, um, you know, self-care techniques and food and herbs and things if they were to get sick. I mean, it's literally been just phenomenal for the growth of our business and our community. And we only see exponential growth expected into the future and the years to come. Like this is not likely going, that, that very stark reality is like, this is likely not going away. And as a result, in my humble opinion, every human on the planet will benefit from knowing Ayurveda. Therefore, there's literally never going to be a lack in my lifetime for all the students we could ever graduate from our school to be, you know, at a deficit of having enough clients. Like we almost can't keep up with the need. It's, it's kind of like at the hospitals and the emergency rooms where the physicians and nurses, they can't keep, they literally can't keep up. So it's been at that level of growth wow. uh, within the healing industry, natural healing industry of my friends and colleagues that I know that have schools. Okay. Tell me a little bit more about like what has, what's changed for you since like making the move. I, I don't, I don't want to say like making the move offline to online is not entirely true in this situation because it sounds like it's still like a blend of both maybe, but like, like what's, what's changed for you since I, I'll just say it. I don't like saying this often, but like since finding Kajabi or since bringing this kind of into the mix. <laughs> Kajabi, I mean, it's just at the heart of it all. I mean, on a very personal, I'm going to talk personal is like Kajabi has helped me to literally fulfill my dreams where when I had my brick and mortar, Jared, I felt like I was always three steps in the past of who I was. Kajabi has enabled me in an instant at my fingertips to be able to launch and to put out into the world, my ideas, my thoughts, uh, the courses, the offerings to connect our community, to unite with the community, the world over. It's literally been beyond my wildest dreams, both personally being able to fulfill my dreams and live the life that I always knew existed for myself, but I'm really living the dream, right? And then on that, you know, dharmic, what we call dharmic on the purpose level, of just like the level of impact and being able to witness the impact of Ayurveda and, and, and our Ayurveda community of the students that have been in class during COVID, like we're not getting sick and we're not, we're not feeling isolated. We're not feeling alone. Like Kajabi has helped us to be connected in ways that we never would have, you know, and to be getting the knowledge that we needed to heal ourselves, to heal our families and our support our communities at this time. So it's been game changing. And then, you know, like on the financial level, like as a result of all that growth, it's like, it's forcing me to consider parts of my life that were never, you know, conceivable in the for and before, like, you know, where to channelize the new, the new income to, you know, what, what organizations do we want to support? Where do I want to channel the money to support my personal retirement? for my husband? Who, how do I want to um, guide this community so that when I do retire that, you know, there are folks that can take over the community? Like there's many layers there. So it's been really profound, the impact. I know I keep saying that, but I really am like, <laughs> 
like a, the perfect salesperson spokesperson for Kajabi. <laughs> and, and I'm actually, I'm proud of that. I, I, they're, they're fulfilling such a beautiful um, role on the planet at this time. So Yeah. Well, I mean, I think even just uh, Kajabi absent, like moving online, it, it removes constraints. Like, yes. you know, at one point you needed someone to be in your same physical location to teach something. Yes. Now the world is your audience. Um, yes. Which is, exactly. which is so cool. It's so cool. Well, I guess if anyone is interested in uh, learning a little bit more about you, like what do you have for, like coming up next? What's coming down the pipeline? Uh, thank you for asking, Jared. So we actually, we have our 2022 programs are going to be launching in January. We've got our Ayurveda health and life coach training that starts January. January 12th, completely online. And then we've got our Ayurveda herbalist slash practitioner training, which is starting in March, also hundred percent online. So that, that's what our offerings are typically every year. And when our courses start and we're, the doors are open as of this week, actually the doors just opened. So feel free to visit us and to check them out and schedule even a clarity call if you'd like. Very cool. So if someone's interested, interested in finding you, where's the best place to kind of start that process out? Yeah, just through our website, which is Ayurveda living.com. That's W-W-W-A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-I-C. That's Ayurvedic. And then the word living, L-I-V-I-N-G.com. And so you can go there and you'll, you'll see our live trainings, our downloadable courses, and you can schedule a discovery and Q&A call as well to learn more. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Tracy, for joining me today. It has been a blast hearing uh, this journey. And, 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 and <laughs> I can't think of any other word other than journey. Like you, you like I don't want to say you fell into this because that that's never the case. I don't know. There was a certain like natural path and progression for how this all came together, which is is really cool to hear. Really cool to hear. Thank you. Thank you, Jared. Thank you so much. And thank you for taking time out of your day to spend time with me and get to know me. And I enjoyed it. Awesome. Well, for any listeners, as always, we appreciate you tuning in to us. Um, would love it if you left us a review on any of your favorite podcast channels, as well as share this content with your friends so we can get more and more of this inspirational content out to more and more aspiring entrepreneurs. So with that said, uh, we will see everyone next time on the Kajabi Edge podcast. 